Better Know Your Airmen is the official podcast of the 301st Fighter Wing. Join us for airmen connections, leadership insight, mentorship, and happenings, mixed with some fun and humor. Please understand that the views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the U.S. Air Force, nor the Air Force Reserve, and no endorsement of any person or business is ever intended. All right, three, two, one... Hello, this is the special episode of Better Know Your Airmen podcast entitled Better Know Your Centers. If the title doesn't explain it well enough, this is the episode where we get to know our center better. And I'm your host, Senior Master Sergeant Hantel Orozco. Thank you all for listening to Better Know Your Airmen. A group of airmen established the 301st Fighter Wing's Center for Career and Leadership Development with a vision to cultivate a culture of continuous learning and frontline development intertwining foundational and occupational competencies. My guests today are the chair and co-chair for the Center for Career and Leadership Development. What a tongue twister. Uh, hello, Ms. Sergeant Reyes and our Command Chief, Chief Mass Sergeant Rappel J. Welcome to Better Know Your Centers. Hello, thank you for having us. Thank awesome. you very much, Senior. Tell me about the Center for Career and Leadership Development and its mission. So yeah, I'll kick it off. Um, we do have an official vision and mission statement, which is fantastic to provide some of the structure to the program. But I'll give a quick snippet of how I see the center. And mm-hmm. so typically in, in organizations, you, you have some sort of professional development. Um, uh, fortunately for what we have here is we, we actually have a committee and a, a team of folks uh, together, all with the right mind, getting after professional development. Uh, so we have the different uh, committees represented throughout the Rising Six, you know, top three, Chiefs Group, First Sergeant Council. All, all those committees are part of this? Absolutely. Oh, Civilian okay. personnel so that we get a broad spectrum and, and buy-in across, you know, all these different organizations, uh, all with the focus on professional development to, to really build in that, I would say, bureaucratic structure so that we have these these foundational footholds in, in all these organizations to really target and hone in on what we're trying to do with professional development. Meet okay. the air, Meet, meet professional development with the airmen and where they're at in their careers, i.e. NCO, senior NCO, officer, so that it's, it's targeted to where they're at in their careers, and it's, it's got the structure to endure, changeover, and, and things of that nature. And so we're, we're really proud of what we have here, and we're looking forward to, to launching. Okay. And launching, what does that look like? So we're going to do a hard launch, January UTA. Um, the way we've structured it out through our strategic calendar is we have is essentially tiered classes depending on where you're at. So we're, we're going to open up to all audiences for a financial readiness brief that's done by Scott Palomino. Okay. Um, we're also so that's going to be a, a pure lecture format. So right, he's just he's just going to have a slideshow and he's going to be briefing financial readiness mm-hmm. on that capacity. Uh, but we also have a, a scenario based workshop uh, that you will actually be a part of as a facilitator. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking forward to that. But that's actually going to be a little bit of a lecture. And then we're going to break out into small teams, mm-hmm. and those teams are going to actually run through scenarios on how to provide effective feedback and effective communication based on what those scenarios contain. So it's a little bit of thinking outside the box and a little bit of skills application. So it's not just always lecture-based courses. Yeah, skills application, uh, I think, is a very effective way to teach things. A lot of times people are just given information. It's like, here, I mean, you could have just given me a brochure. You know, and I could have read it to myself, but once you're there in that environment, a controlled environment and working, uh, putting your hands on this, on these uh, projects and products, uh, I think is a better application of that. Is that something that the the center is trying to focus more on? Is is the application, skills application part of it? Or, I mean, I know the center is a huge thing, but... 
It is. And so that, yes, that is, that is intentional, but mm-hmm. it's also just so that we have the variety. Mm-hmm. Um, because outside of, I'll, I'll close out with the actual, the snare-based workshop, but we also have different formats in which we're going to be providing information. But it's, the, the point is to have a variety and, mm-hmm. and target the specific audiences. So in this sp- particular course for the snare-based training, mm-hmm. we're focusing on those NCOs and senior NCOs and officers, so more of those supervisory skills. Okay. I don't know about you, but when I first became a supervisor, I really didn't know what I was doing. And while we oh, have yeah. PME like ALS, I don't know, or even senior NCOA, I don't know that we do enough of the skills application. We, right. do, we do a lot of classroom stuff, and that, that's great content. How do we apply that is sometimes, and we only get these folks two days a week or two days a month if they're a TR. Right. How are we maximizing the content, what we're providing them? So that's the scenario-based training, but we're mm-hmm. also doing workshops. And in preparation for the Senior m epbs March 31st, a plug for the SCODs. Nice. Um, we, we need to make sure that we're equipping our, our supervisors, our new staffs who may be new to supervising senior airmen yeah. on what does, how do I build a performance statement yeah. <laughs> uh, in these EPBs? So the content is relevant to where we are in our cycles uh, for taking care of our folks. Yeah. And so that's exactly what we're providing. So it's, it's essentially a lecture-based, scenario-based training, a workshop where it's lecture and a little bit of skills application. Mm-hmm. So the members will actually be writing performance statements. And then we'll also be teaming up with universities like TCU to come in and do actual like academic type lectures. My big focus right now is the Indo-PACOM region. And so what do our folks need to know about those areas? So that's really kind of a a good synopsis of what we'll be trying to achieve this year. All right. Yeah. We were just talking about uh, like learning skill sets, like uh, like performance writing and things like that. What's uh, so the development you're sorry, Master Reyes, you're our talent management consultant consultant and so this is this i think this has a lot to do with what you do right like this comes out of your office almost or am i wrong in that no you're you're (laughs) correct so with the the structure changing from career advisors to Mm -hmm. talent management consultants within our new uh outline of our roles and responsibilities is working with senior leaders commanders supervisors on professional development so this is an opportunity for me to have a, a foothold as well and right. work more closely with leadership entities mm. in offering development opportunities to our airmen, giving them an avenue to seek um, if they feel that they're not being developed or if they're wanting more. Mm-hmm. We now have the Center for, Leader, uh, Center for Career and Leadership Development that affords them that segue. They can come to us. We can be like, oh, you know, where where do you feel that you are, are missing out on or where do you are your weaknesses are? Mm-hmm. And we can line them up with our calendar, yeah, depending like, on, we got on a what, class going on in a couple of months. Right, exactly. So, and it's we're going to have a variety, as Chief stated. There's going to be a variety of platforms in which we offer development. So okay. it's not only lecture. It's not hey, sit down and death by PowerPoint. Right. There's going right. to be opportunities for if you just lecture based. There's going to be skills application. There's going to be hands on opportunities. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to open that up and make sure that we're. <clears throat> That we are affording an opportunity for each person's learning style, because okay. how yeah. do we develop? Part yeah. of the development piece is understanding how our in, how our airmen learn, right. um, and it's not. I know we say airmen, and sometimes automa- people automatically assume our uniform members, but this is mm. airmen, capital A, all encompassing. So we're looking at developing our civilian corps as well. So we do have CPO representation on our council. Oh, okay. So this is a great opportunity for yeah. anybody. It's not just hey, you're wearing a uniform. No, you support our services as right. a civilian counterpart 
let's help you be developed as well. So these courses and or or um, programs and courses that that are being developed, where are we getting the information from to develop that? Like, wh- where's the assessment? How do we know? Like, we, we have this uh, hard conversations coming up. We have the now. I can understand the the performance statement writing with the the SCAD coming in March, but like hard conversations. How did that? get started and and what are some future classes we might uh, be developing? Difficult conversations, effective communication. Mm -hmm. They're already doing that. A lot of the first sergeants already do that Mm -hmm. um, as part of their resiliency training. Um, So we just, you know, figured, hey, instead of just having all these separate avenues, let's Mm -hmm. bring everybody together, collaborate and create an umbrella in which to house all those entities. All these and and, and organize it across the base. And we've realized that you know, throughout the wing on past experience and being other places that communication seems to be something that we, everyone seems to need to work on. Mm, um, mm-hmm. You know, you get brand new supervisors who they've never had to have that conversation with somebody right. on their constantly reporting late for duty or right. having to tell somebody, hey, you may need to work on your personal hygiene. Yeah. Those aren't conversations that people are comfortable having. Yeah. So Yeah, I can recall a time that I had to like, all right, got to get pumped up for this conversation. What do I say? Right. So affording these uh, uh, new supervisors an opportunity to attend one of our seminars Mm -hmm. in which they can get that experience in a controlled environment. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily, you don't necessarily know the person that you're in the scenario with. So it still has that uncomfortability, but it also helps them build on those skills so that Mm -hmm. in the event that it does come up, they're more equipped Mm -hmm. to have that conversation and less intimidated by having to address the behavior yeah. or the scenario. Well, I can't speak for you, Sergeant Roscoe. For myself, for, okay. Yeah, but I know uh, I haven't really been good at anything I've done for the first time. And <laughs> and so, you know, I know that there's some uh, anomalies out there, but for the most part, we, we can't be expected to be good or know how to do something we've never done before. Right, because everyone and, has their, it comes with their own skill sets, yeah, right. their natural Cor- skill sets too. Correct, and, and, and some of this stuff is difficult, especially having a difficult conversation with somebody that, you know, you are in charge of either looking after or mm-hmm. care about, and it could be difficult. And so if our new supervisor or anybody else for that matter, if they do not have a lot of experience in, in those realms, well, where are they getting that practice? Mm-hmm. And, and so we want to create that safe space, like like Sergeant Rayo said, with making sure that we can at least give them some of the tools and some little practical application. So it's mm-hmm. not the first time they had to think about this. They've actually kind of gone through a couple of reps and sets, and now uh, they may have a little bit more confidence in, in their approach and their abilities. And, and that's all we're trying to get after, right? Leader, leadership is, is a challenge. That's why not everybody can do it. And we want to make sure that we're providing the tools. Going back to uh, some of the dialogue that you guys were having, that's when you ask, like, how do we, how do we either determine that communication is a class that we right. want to do or how do we determine, like, who's best qualified to teach that? And that's the beauty of the committee. So uh, our shout out to our own DPH, Mary Arnold, she, you know, she's our CAN representative, the right, Community yes, Action yes, Network yes. Network. And, uh, and so that whole CAN and CAB construct is meant to assess trends mm-hmm. and analysis of those trends to, to feed the overall community action plan of how do we improve quality of life and readiness across our airmen from a helping agency standpoint and beyond. And so when you take these resources, she provides counseling, leadership counseling and, and conflict resolution. So she's a certified social worker. So mm-hmm. our folks, we have 
tons of talent within this wing and resources to, to capitalize on if, if we empower them and put them in the right situations. We have a curriculum developer, our first sergeant, Cassie Hernandez. That's right. Master Hernandez. So we're, we're tapping into those resources to make sure that this it's not just a pickup game anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we've got folks that know this stuff in and out and it's about giving them the, the tools to execute on a, on a higher stage. And ultimately the goal is to make our our force better and stronger because i'll get a little strategic on you you know as we as we get a little strategic as we get to great power competition right gpc that's that's my focus from a from a uh, national defense strategy standpoint Mm -hmm. our focus right now is in the indo-paycom what's going to separate us especially our nco core from our adversaries is mission command our nco core does practice and it is a force multiplier Mm -hmm. we need to be preaching leadership and outside the box thinking at the lowest level if, if we're going to win the next fight. And so this does that, right? It's some of, some of what I'm talking to is AFSC skill specific, but a lot of that is being able to think outside the box and critically mm-hmm. think and be, be able to make decisions when you're not in contact with, with the higher level leadership. Uh, our adversary can't yeah. do that right now. So you mentioned with, with our folks and having these numbers, uh, I imagine that affects our, goes into our retention, right? Which is something that our talent management, no, wait, Say it again. <laughs> we'll keep it easy. TMC. Our TMC <laughs> is something that our TMC over here, Master Reyes, like you deal a lot with our retention as well. So is this aimed to help help with our retention here at the base? I would I would definitely say yes. Sure. Um, I'll, you know, when we do our exit surveys, some of the common responses we've seen in the past are they just members don't feel that their skills are being utilized or they were seeking more training opportunities mm-hmm. or development. We have this center. We have all these amazing individuals that have come together that are going to put them in contact to get developed but it does help the retention because if they feel that they're if they have that comfortability that hey I'm being developed I feel mm-hmm. confident in what I'm doing mm-hmm. I know that there's avenues for me to go to I'm not just tunnel vision and there's the light at the end of the tunnel and then, you know my four years my six years I'm gone mm-hmm. giving them something to look forward to so it does help keep them because they have more tools accessible yeah. to them which opens yeah. more doors and opportunities for them. They're not just single and, single line. Right. And you've, you mentioned that in their exit survey that they mentioned that there weren't opportunities for, for development and things like that, right? Is that correct? Yes. And I think, yeah. you know, we've, we've always had development opportunities. Okay. So we, we were some, doing this, something like this before. We're, we're just beating yeah. it up. We've never had a center before that was designated okay. solely to developing the core. Um, yeah. We're now, we've made a bigger presence we've made more noise we're like yeah. hey here we are we're here to develop you here's how we can develop you here's where you can get developed so now that there's a bigger presence mm-hmm. it's easier to get more involvement right it's, yeah because i've seen i've seen a couple of courses a couple of development things coming out of uh, maintenance i've seen them do something uh, something like this as well as medical Mm-hmm. Um, putting these professional development courses. I, I haven't attended them myself. I, I don't know what they look like or what they're doing, but I imagine that having the center would maybe absorb some of what they're doing or at least help them uh, and assist and provide that manning and assessment and, and having something a little more focused and, and regimented. Yeah, I mean, we're we're always looking for, I mean, it's not just limited to the people that are here. If right. there's other re- people within the wing that they're like, "Hey, I ha- I want to I want a voice. I have mm-hmm. ideas that I can offer." By yeah. all means, come attend our meetings. Come seek out one of our our main POCs. I mean, we all have pretty much an open door, so yeah. I'm Who, available. Senior Cavins available. Okay. The first sergeant's available. We've got Which Mary first Arnold. There's a few of uh, them. First Sergeant Hernandez. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> um, yes. Um, 
let's see who else we got on there. Uh, Sergeant Luna, Colonel Langford, Colonel Ben. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have so many touch points out there mm-hmm. that we're always looking for ways that we can help develop our core because we we don't know all the AFSEs. Mm-hmm. We're not the SMEs. So right. you may be in a work center where you're like, hey, you know, I would like to see us get developed in this area. Hey, come run that idea to us and we will look for a way to make sure that that gets included mm-hmm. within our course curriculum. It may not happen right away, but at least it's on our radar. We know like, hey, we're seeing that this is a common trend. People want to be developed in this area. We're not just doing this because we think it's a good idea and it's needed. Air Force thinks it's a big, it's important too. And, right. and we do, right. we it's do not, need it's to It's not just the 301st thing. It's right. the Air Force at, you know, yeah. prompting us to do these things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, do you guys want to make any shout outs or last, last plugs or anything for anything for the, uh, for the development center? What you guys got? So I will say, first off, thank you for the opportunity to come in and talk about of the course. CCLD. I, I'm a true believer in it. And I think it's going to have major impacts as we transition to the 35 and we get ready for that fifth gen fighter, mm. um, as a wing wheel transition because of that. And so, uh, so huge thanks to you for allowing us to come in and talk about it. And just, just a, a plug to not only the, uh, the, the center and all of the, the parties that represent, uh, we can't do this without them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks to them. And then just to, to, to the airmen and the listeners out there, uh, we'll be, we'll be doing classes, uh, Saturday and Sunday during lunch of the January ETA. The schedule will be, will be published shortly and we look forward to getting active participation mm-hmm. for the great content. You said the schedule will be published. Where can they see this? Is this on the SharePoint? Yes, we do have a SharePoint. We'll get that. It should be going out from public affairs, but it is on the SharePoint. It's the Center for Career and Leadership Development. It's available from the 301st Fighter Wing SharePoint splash page. Okay. The one that's, you got the icon right there on your desktop. You can just double click that and get you right to the SharePoint and then navigate from there, right? Yes, sir. All right. Any any shout outs or and, and final no, plugs for Chief, you? No, I think Chief pretty much eh. roped everybody in. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for affording us this opportunity. And thank you to our team. Thank you to the listeners out there. And we look forward to seeing a bunch of smiling faces eager to be developed. Yeah. Don't smile too hard. You're going to hurt yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. I'm happy that we got to know the Center for Career and Leadership Development a little bit better. And thank you to my guest, Master Reyes and Chief Master uh, Rappel J. Our music was created by Gary Sherrill. Thank you, Gary. And if you're passionate about sharing your opinions and thoughts about our podcast, please email us. Uh, you can find me in the Global Senior Master Sergeant Hansel Orozco. Enjoy UTA and remember to make good choices. There we go, guys. How was that? Perfect. It's good. Yeah. You good. guys were nervous, no? Now yeah. you felt a little better? That was good. Yeah. No, Chief did everything. Yeah. What are we doing? You can look, what you are can we cut doing? me out. You can cut a lot of me out. It's like, oh, I'll, 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 I'll shift it around.